0: warning explicit content listener discretion is advised welcome back to the great northeast bjj podcast this is episode number four but it's our first dojo storm episode uh jay george and i headed out on a snowy day to nostos mma in Somersworth, new hampshire nostos is run by uh, our good friend Devin powell Uh, Devin's a fantastic MMA fighter around here. He's also a three-stripe brown belt in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He's got a great academy, and uh, he's got a great story as well. If you're interested in getting in touch with us here at the Great Northeast, head off to greatnortheastbjj.com, hit the contact button, and uh, we'll set you up. If you have questions, comments, uh, if there's something in particular you'd like us to talk about, Uh, or if you're interested in hosting one of these or having us come out and dojo storm your academy, greatnortheastbjj.com. All right, welcome to, what is this, episode four? Episode four. Episode four of the Great Northeast BJJ Podcast. Uh, that's cute, but you got to be over here, brother. Sorry. <laughs> no rolling Keep for rolling the uh, wicked guy. Yeah, so uh, we'll go run through the sponsors real fast. Bottom line, Tortuga Soap, lots of cool soaps. Goat milk jokes go here. You guys like to make jokes about the goat's milk. That's great. Tortugasoap.com. Yes, sir. And, uh, Etsy and eBay Tortuga soap. Crash kimonos. Crash kimonos. Awesome kimonos super boutique kind of shit. Um, latest release, Lightweight 320. Abe is the man. Crashkimonos.net, I believe. right. Uh, coming up, uh, upcoming is uh, the Big Woo. That's going to be a big deal. Uh, all Joe versus the Volcano fans should know exactly what this ghee is all about. Orange soda. Yeah. Uh, I'm, we're a little pressed for time right here, so uh, I'm just going to blast through the beginning. Bottom line is uh, our guest today. Is Devin Powell, we are here on the mat uh, at Nostos. Is that how you say that correctly? Uh, Whatever you want to say. say Well, I'm
1: not some Greek god, so I just say Nostos. Nostos is... I disagree. You are a god. (laughs) Nostos. Nostos. Nostos.
0: (laughs) MMA in Somersworth, New Hampshire. Uh, these guys are uh, super fantastic. You all. Let Devin tell you a little more about the academy. We figure it out as we go. Uh, Devin's got lineage through Jay, who is also here. Uh, we're here with Jay and George and uh, Amanda from Tortuga is here as well. So lots of people. There are a couple other guys. here who are welcome to sit in if they would like to as well. If the uh, topic comes up, you know, come on in and do it. But this is our Dojo Storm number one. Uh, the three of us got together and came out to. Nostos And uh, Just obviously You know wreck Shop Like we always do And here we are So I'm gonna turn this over To these guys I don't know Devin As well as uh, these guys But I think One thing I should call out Right off the top We might lose Jay A little ways Through this podcast Because um, he's a Sally So that being the case uh <laughs> You know, Jay, uh, Jay, Jay. Jay. has all the uh, all the earmarks of becoming a, a podcast celebrity here. So we're trying to get our licks in while we can. You went uh, from
2: worst to first. Yeah, Isn't that amazing. <laughs>
0: pretty
3: fast. Huh? You can't you can't just give them away like that. It's oh, less. dude, you almost so, got fired. I almost. I thought I was fired. We're fired,
2: I but we gonna, brought you back. Yeah, because you're the best.
3: Let's give him a second chance, <laughs> all right?
1: So uh, I'll, I'll ask a question. You guys can take it from there. Devin, how do you know Jay? Um, I, I started training at Seacoast MMA and BJJ, and that was James DeLuca for the BJJ lineage, and uh, they're all uh, Boston BJJ guys, and eventually a time came where that had to come to a close. Some of the MMA coaches went one way. Um, Derek, who was one of, at the time, I think he had just gotten his purple belt, he, um, he made a jump with uh, Jay Mansfield to make their own academy, and James went along
3: um also known as coach
1: yeah coach jimmy the man also known as the best smelling Se-
3: man in seabrook right
1: yeah he um <laughs> <laughs> he went over there as well and
3: then seabrook ladies man
2: dude <laughs> we'll get into that later
0: <laughs> i believe we should have him on as our, our we our should guest go to his house way. yeah
1: that'd be a good place yeah,
0: yeah. A nice summertime beach thing. Yeah. the bachelor pad I'm I'm without a doubt
2: life.
1: um anyways, before so rudely interrupted. <laughs> sorry, sorry, It's going happen a lot. Yeah, I mean,
2: they are used to it, buddy. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, they, they opened up their own academy, Port City BJJ, and I was lucky enough to, to make my way over there and become a part of it and fight under that name for a uh, long time now. So that's pretty much it.
2: What made you start training jiu-jitsu, man? Uh, you were training jiu before I met you. Like, why? Uh, I think like I met you when you were a blue belt.
1: Yeah, probably. I don't I don't remember many things, but I remember why I started training. I uh, I used to work at a passport center for seven and a half years. This is atrocious. Worst job ever. And I used to work second shift, and I'd come home at night uh, hating my life. And I'd turn on the TV, and believe it or not, it was WEC wreckage. Carlos Condit, I'd watch him fight, and it was the reason that I wanted to start training and doing something I liked. Um, finding a new passion, because it used to be music. That's all I used to do. Play guitar, actually, with Matt Pendleton, a purple belt from port city now i got him to train over at seacoast as well a long long time ago and um it wasn't the ufc like most people it was just it was that guy i really loved the sport um i went to born killer that's right the man so wrongfully robbed of the title that was incredible Uh, that sucked um, it was a great fight it was amazing
2: are you talking about I, Matt? What? Robbie Lawler and uh, Carlos Condit. Right, right. Really right. I'm sorry. I, thought you I mean, we went through Matt, and then we went to Carlos Condit. It's a natural yeah. progression. I yeah, think. It's, <laughs> my, it's
0: my job to, to, to serve on the listener's behalf to keep track of who's. You go
2: from pronouns. Talahedro um, right,
3: right to Carlos Condit. Yeah, to yeah see, Talahedro uh, guard. i <laughs> him um, a
1: lot. But yeah, basically, I, I needed to find something I was passionate about again because I just hated just working and not having anything I loved. And I went into an MMA academy just wanting to try it all, which is how I've started and continued to do so training every every martial art i've been you know fortunate enough to to have a coach to teach me some of and i've just been going strong since a bunch of different schools have kind of popped up along the way that i've been fortunate to train with but that was kind of
2: how it went here's the cool thing man i think one of the things i respect most about what you do is like all the years i've known you which has been a lot um i feel like you are a martial artist man and not just a fighter like uh you train hard and live it, live the whole thing. You don't like do a fight and then like you don't see Layoffs you for six and months and like you're in the gym, man. The next two days later, training harder than anybody. So martial arts, you know? twenty four hours a day, man. Seriously, like that's a testament to your, uh, to your. Yeah, well, uh, the, I came, walked in a little late uh,
0: today because I stopped to get some batteries for this, uh, you know, for the for the recorder, right? And for the recorder outside there, <laughs> coming track. through the window. <laughs> I'm hearing. Oh man! Yeah, I'm like, what is going on here? I come in, you're just doing uh, Tim, right? You're, uh, you're uh, rocking doing, some pads. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: was very I'm awkward, dude. Trust me. I came in, I didn't want to look. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah thank were, God you're here with the batteries. Ah, jeez. But yeah, you were, <laughs> yeah, you were, you were just smashing pads. We should try being on the on the. That was crazy sauce. From outside the door, I come open the door. I'm like, wow. That is going from in here.
3: You know what's funny about that is so, uh, I've been, I've had the honor of coaching or cornering for Devin. Uh, I don't know what like the last five or six fights. Yeah,
1: at least at least and my last amateur through all my pros. So yeah, I think six, six, six at least. Yeah.
3: Yep, yeah, So this would be lucky number seven yeah, coming up next right. month, right? Yeah. And uh, when we warm up, we're in the, uh, like, in the locker room, you know, everybody, like, you know, there's, there's you know, 15 fighters in the locker room and, you know, everybody, like, when it's, when it's their time, they start warming up, they start hitting pads and doing stuff and we're no different. So, like, everybody's doing, like, everybody's having their own conversations. If, you, if you're five fights away, you're still relaxing, getting taped up and kind of – but once we start warming up and hitting pads – it's like you know, people are like, "Ooh, that guy punches hard." And then we start doing kicks. <laughs> when we do kicks, the whole room goes silent. They're Scary, like, man! What
2: the fuck? Then everybody like, looks is over that? at your opponent. Boom! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I mean, Devin, I think, has been known to retire people. Oh yeah! And I don't that uh... getting you ready for fights, man, has, is like made me yeah. way tougher. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. For real, like. Well, oh. it's like you know what's the rule we so just. Embarrassing, man.
3: That's true. We were just training before we started the podcast, and um, Devin is always like this anyway, but there's no quit at this point. Like, you know, he's (laughs) just a few weeks out from his fight, and it's like things that would be dead to rights with every other person that I roll with is, like, not even in the vicinity of happening with Devin. Even when he gets in a tough spot, there's no quitting him, and uh, he can turn the table so quickly from playing defense to to getting that sweep or getting that guard pass and then going immediately onto into heavy offense, you know he can land that submission and you're still thinking, what the fuck? I was just on top, I was just dominating, and fight's over. Here's you the know, thing, man. I got I get like like a guy two fights ago. I got the takedown and ended up, you know, woke up, you know, two minutes later being like, what the hell happened?
2: Out of the seven thousand King of the Guard sessions I've gone with you, I don't who, think who, you've who ever left right with Devin. Devin yeah, right? But I'm pretty sure I passed your guard. <laughs> All right, yeah. I just want—I want that yeah. for the You're record. Saying at least once, <laughs> dude. I have passed the guard. I've passed <laughs> Does it. that kind of? Shot but fired? he's that, dude, that's 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 He won't give it to All you. Right. Just uh, give me the guard pass, man. That's <laughs> hard. Give me the guard pass. What's What's I have, <laughs> I have more,
1: more, more people that I have trained with my life have put me to sleep than people that have tapped me out. <laughs> that, that is 100% the truth. I believe it. So I believe you, had it. A, you had a bit of a timeline going on. Maybe you can get back on that.
0: Okay, so you, you train in a bunch of martial arts. How did you end up uh, with, at least knowing Port City? How did you end up getting into actually, when was your first fight, that kind of stuff?
1: Um, so basically, Adam Rivera and Troy Pickering. Um, Adam's primarily here. Troy's primarily at Port City right now. But mm-hmm. they, they both are obviously you know still great friends oh, course, yeah. and we hope that we you know we try to get everybody back and forth still you know it's still yeah, a great course. family but they were like the mma coaches pretty much at at um seacoast mma and bjj i get you and right. i started out where my thai coach would make fun of me in front huh. of the other dude that was pretty badass named chris lapiana mm. who became my primary pad feeder for a long time yeah And it transitioned from getting made fun of every day. They'd watch me shadow box to me getting invited to the advanced class in Muay Thai because I just showed up, showed up, showed up, tried, tried, tried. And eventually, you know, the cliche, it just, you know, it worked hard enough and it paid off. Um, And then they asked me if I'd be willing to fight for them. And I was honored and I went and did it. Um, How long ago was it? I think it was 2009, maybe. It might have been 2010. Okay. Time flies. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I fought... Uh, blue belt who's a wrestler in high school and college from henzo gracie and i had him pretty much in a triangle the entire fight mm-hmm. and somehow i lost the decision his coaches came over and apologized to me after because they knew how bad i got robbed um and uh i was heartbroken it, uh, it was brutal but i think that's how i kind of knew that um i was in it for the long haul because I bought a pint of Ben & Jerry's, nice. <laughs> and I went home and I cried in bed, and then I woke up and I went and trained, I didn't go and get hammered, you know, I, 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 awesome. I, it was in my head, I was I want to give you a hug right now, man, man. Aww. <laughs> Aww. I, think he's I was, it was like, a, right. like a 14-year-old girl
3: that had her heart broken the first time.
2: You listen to 14-year-old girl music, so yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> you know what's, what's really
3: interesting about that is, so I'm, I'm lucky enough that I get to spend a lot of time with Devin before, during, and after his fights. And I won't even talk about what happens if, if things don't go his way because I think it's only happened once. Most been, of the time, things once go his way. Been, yeah, for sure. it's only happened once since we've been working together. But even when, like, Devin had a guy pull out of the fight. And Devin is so, his heart and his soul are, are so into this that when he doesn't get to fight, when he's done all that preparation, he doesn't get to fight, it's still a super emotional moment for him. Because he wanted... He wanted the payoff, and he wanted to go and test himself so bad after after doing so much training that even when the other guy pulls out and he you know and he still he gets like you know whatever half of the guy's purse and he gets the money and all that stuff it's not what he's after he's after being able to go out there and test himself as a martial artist and because it's so deep in his heart and he shows up with his heart and soul it's a real emotional moment for you winning and losing right
1: yeah it's yeah, it's a roller coaster either way you know and that's that's the savage thing about fighting is you win, you go up, you got a bigger target on your back, and every time you win, it's it's a shorter span of the high life. It's you know you, it's on to the next one. When you lose, it's devastating. When you win, you you know you're happy, you're excited, you get you know that boost of adrenaline. But you get home and it's kind of like what's next? You know, it's almost like you become a junkie. You're never satisfied entirely. You just. You need to go out and you need to perform better, you know. You you look at your performance and you're still upset about certain things, even if you barely got touched in the fight and you break the guy's eye, you break his nose, you give him 40 stitches in his face, and you (laughs) miss his weight by 10 pounds.
2: (laughs) What do you think you'd be doing if you weren't fighting?
1: Uh, Right now I'd probably be at a passport center. What an awful job! Yeah, it's miserable. I,
0: I mean, like, I, what if
2: you never did jiu-jitsu, man? Like, what do you think? Like, maybe well, or you couldn't now. You know? <laughs> George
0: is the, the guy who asks negative questions. <laughs> I'm, I'm just yeah, bringing you right, back yeah. down, yeah, down you man. Right, right. Right.
2: To break you down and then. <laughs> what beat you if you up? didn't have any
0: of the success? You just like, sucked. Yeah. What
3: if you got necrotizing fasciitis <laughs> and, um, and you lost like ate up both your legs? Like, what do you think you would do then? So, so
1: I'd probably the I probably get metal legs and <laughs> become a track star. Right. So.
2: Amanda wants to hear about the next fight.
1: The next fight. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I. Uh, you was, got a fight coming. This one on a roller coaster too. Because how far are you out right now? Uh, three weeks as of yesterday. Three weeks out. Great. So I had an opponent, uh, a nice kid. Uh, obviously, it means nothing once it's time to fight. But uh, he's he was injured. I hope him a speedy recovery, and we're supposed to fight again in April. But the fight was February sixth. He just pulled out, probably a week ago now because of an injury. Um, I was offered another fight. I, I'm not the one to talk much, but a really tough 5-0 and kid who said he wanted to fight anyone. And we, we requested the fight because his opponent pulled out to fight for CES, which is a great league. And we asked to fill the slot, and he said no. Then we were offered another fight, uh, another tough, real tough kid, um, A amateur boxing champ, Golden Gloves champ. Um, he wrestled D1 and a state champ wrestler. Um, I I don't know if he didn't accept it, but we we requested the fight, and we didn't get a a word back for four days or so. So my friend Calvin Cater gave me a call with an opportunity to fight the co-main event for Combat Zone against a tough kid, Peter San Antonio, and that one's February 5th. February fifth. Where's that? That one's Combat Zone, Salem. I nice. have tickets you to all oh, y'all, motherfuckers better be there. Oh. Uh, the contract was just emailed to me, but he accepted. He's tough. He's he's got uh, eighteen fights total between amateur and pro. He's eleven and seven with uh, for his total record. He's been in a lot of barn burners. Hmm. He's a scrapper. Uh, I f- I think I'm gonna just. Put on a clinic, though. Well, I mean, I don't want you to talk about your upcoming fight. Obviously,
0: I'm not sure what I want. Well, no, you you should. You should. Uh, That was kind of to these these are these are unedited uh, podcasts, so I want to make sure that you know you know where I'm asking. I don't want to set you up by accident. Uh and this but, is a but, and parental advisory so you can say not, you want. Yeah. I'm
1: not going on a
0: date Okay, we're, we're not 100% sure. <laughs> don't ask sure. Again. You
2: have to make out with the Riddler before the Jesus, thing is over. That's Jesus part of the... George. That's it's part of the video. Thing. Keep your
0: fantasy <laughs> to yourself, man. Okay, sorry. Uh, I'm very not very even way. sure if this is going to come out. Before, hopefully this will be out before the uh, fight. But the short and long of it is... Uh, my question is, I'm just curious. uh I don't fight MMA. Are you going to... Are you going to look at this guy and are you going to change the way you train? Do you adjust what you do for these guys? Do you just stay with your own game?
1: My my biggest thing with all of it is um, you do have to prepare for every different person you fight in in different ways, but the biggest thing is find a way to do what you're good at. I think a lot of people get obsessed with what other people are capable Mm -hmm. of and forget how great they are. And if you go in there and you implement your own game plan, that's how you win fights. You look out for, for some of the you know, the, the big things. If everybody lands that straight left or everybody's got a good high kick, you know. You, you do have to address it, but you can't just wait for it. You have to go and get into a fist fight and, and do what you're good at to win your fight. Because if you keep them on the defensive, they're never gonna you know impose they're never gonna game. impose their will on you.
3: It's like we were talking about in the last podcast, we were talking about being first. You know, you can't respect your opponent so much that you've altered your entire, you know, strategy to accommodate their game plan. You gotta go out there and you gotta be your own fighter and you gotta impose your will. Yeah, certainly if you know, you're gonna fight Miracle Krokop, you're gonna Maybe watch out for those head watch kicks out a little for bit. That keep, left leg. keep your hands up maybe. You know what I mean? But you're not going to you're not going to rearrange your entire strategy to to kind of accommodate someone else's strengths. So you got to so, fight room
0: for So it. flip it around. Uh again, well, maybe I shouldn't ask you this before a fight. i forget. Yeah, that's all good. Well, let's go, I'll, I'll, go for it. I, I really don't care. I'm an open book. All right. Well, I mean, so I'm not
1: So what are what are what I'm does
0: everybody what are, in the past what have people scouted on you? Mm. They're like, oh fuck, that guy with the, you know, whatever.
1: I think my biggest attribute is that I'm well-rounded. It sounds stupid. Oh no, that's a great answer too. <laughs> uh, it's true. Though.
3: There's, there's I'm a lot. I'm kind of, of awesome at everything. They totally think, need to watch out the way I move
1: my left eyebrow every time I'm about to. There, there's a lot of people that that start out and they're phenomenal wrestler, and they, they go in there and they blast double everyone. Their hands are okay. You know, their their kickboxing is is you know mediocre. And they can wrestle good, but they have these holes because they've constantly been wrestling their whole life. You know, 18 years of wrestling, and then they start doing jujitsu, and they still get themselves in triangles. But I started everything at the exact same time with the mindset, I'm a mixed martial artist, I fight MMA. I I hate to say it, but I definitely neglected the BJJ world because I used to work at a passport center where I, for seven and a half years, I made $630 bi-weekly. So I needed to make money, and I didn't make money going to do nagas and paying money. You know, getting a sword on my wall was pretty radical when i was a blue belt but it's like <laughs> i can go even as an amateur so i'd really make cool. over a grand just in you know tickets and shirts and oh, stuff of course, of course
2: so yeah but you know what man here's yeah. what i think like you have stayed you're a technician man in the gi you know what i mean where yeah, a really? lot of mma fighters i don't think like you are a technical jiu-jitsu fighter and i've seen you you know we were at tab cancer out mm-hmm. in the gi and you won the last one did Yeah. you you wonder division <laughs> no, I did in the that last because one, it man. was for
1: a good cause and, yeah. and it was also free for me to get in Right so <laughs> that's the like, testament right. man I hop like, in I went a weight class up too cuz they were like well we you know if you want to go in just go up to 181 I think it was yeah. Yeah. and I was like all right sure
0: Well you have this you super technical. you have this funny uh uh reputation around the uh the lower belts at uh at, at Port City, where everybody rolls you, they they'll always come to that same conclusion, which is, I always think I passed him. Like, <laughs> like right. it, you go, you go pass, pass the left you know, pass angles, pass the knees, pass the legs, pass hips, pass, the legs, pass the legs we're passed. Yeah. Nope, there's like this one little finger stuck in your
3: damn toe or something. And it's like, wait, oh, <laughs> yeah, like, so like, wait, 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 wait. Okay, now also Just, no, yeah. just, just like, fucking sweep, just do it. Devin, <laughs> Devin's a three stripe brown belt. um out of Fort City, like super technical. Like, you, you don't know until you roll with Devin, like that he's letting you move into certain positions. Like, it's almost like when you you know there's this that that back take you do when you let someone go to half guard and use that outside leg to, to do the elevator. <laughs> uh, you know, he lets he lets he lets guys move into positions. You think you're doing great, and then he uh, he's just so technical with the with the neon. But also, you know, his no game is real, real strong. I think I think the well-rounded. Um, you know, label's probably really good. But started out really at like a great BJJ guy, and your striking has just built up so much over the last five or six years that you're just a demon on your feet. And, and now I don't know slim. what's gonna happen when you step into the ring. It's like, like, like the last one you just beat the ever, lo- ever loving shit out of the guy. Fight before that it was, you know, you can take that either way. It was a big head kick, and yeah. you know the guy was like, he was, you know, on queer street, and Devin ended up getting him with a guillotine. I still count that as a submission, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, he's oh, yeah. That's jujitsu. That's <laughs> yeah. I That's the guy was standing. I, yeah. two- I choked a guy that was right. practically I've unconscious. I've seen right. you know, <laughs> triangles. Like,
2: yeah. you, you want to fight with a triangle? Yeah, another real good yeah. wrestler
1: that's state champ. Actually, no, two fights. One pro, one amateur. Put a kid out night-night. With the one, the other one. With the GF. Got power bombed, and then I've still locked up my triangle after. I just skimmed the leg trying to hook I it. I never forget, I'm like, oh.
0: Oh! I saw so you go to hook uh, the leg. It's like it's 16 like, feet up oh, in the air. Oh, shit.
3: He gets slammed, and I'm like, Dev, he's. And he like knew I was gonna ask. It's like, I'm okay. <laughs>
2: but I get so fired up during your fights, man. I feel like it's harder for me than it is for you. It's, oh, it's yeah, tough you watching these things. It, it probably isn't. I don't know, No, man. it is. <laughs> it's emotional. <laughs> no, I'm telling not. you,
1: it's harder being the one watching. Oh, it's brutal. In it. like, I've, like Cody Lightfoot, I would say, is the one that I'm always the most invested in watching. The most emotional watching this is that a kid stro- fight. Uh, uh, Close memory. friend Parker, that yeah. trained at, he yeah. was actually there right when I started at right. Seacoast. Um, a great wrestler. Wrestled for Norwich. State champ wrestler for Marshwood. Um, just a great kid. Nobody doesn't like Cody. Oh man, he's just a big teddy bear. And every time he fights, I'm, you know, I'm just on the edge of my seat. Actually, I'm never sitting. I'm standing and shaking. Literally, my hands will will tremble watching that kid fight because I just want to see him win so bad. And whenever I'm whenever I'm in there myself, you get into a zone. You know, you go through the the nerves. You go through being scared, and then it's too late to be scared, as I've been told. And then you go into this killer mindset you know I walk back and forth talking to myself saying I'm a god I'm a monster you know yeah, no you one do. can stop me just keep walking back and forth talking to myself in your own zone then you get in there and you just want to put someone to sleep and you're not worried about your own safe safety and health you know you're just worried about beating someone down it's a it's a really weird ugly place that you're in but it's what happens, you know. And if you don't feel that way, then you probably shouldn't be fighting because that's
2: how the other person should be feeling too. You Remember better. that ball busting I was doing on you earlier? Let's forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's forget that stuff. <laughs> I was <laughs> just messing around, man. Like,
3: <laughs> you couldn't rewind the podcast. No, we, dude. We did
2: this right.
0: We rolled for like an hour or so beforehand. So, uh, and we're and just so to picture wise, we're in the corner of uh, Nostos right now, just like in the last. Uh, like in the last, uh, uh, you know, Matt episode, just sort of drying out slowly and, and getting clammy. But right. yeah, uh, we drove
2: through the snow, the driving yeah. snow to get here. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So while you know, <laughs> yeah. while Jay is here, while we have an opportunity, um, you know, we 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 like we. This is a new episode, a new podcast for us. We've only done maybe four episodes, but some things just sort of become you know recurring themes. One of them would be. Jay's been doing this for a really long time, and uh, I don't know that he always tells the whole truth about what happens. You know, mm-hmm. when when maybe in the early days or when you guys know, you, you've actually gone and uh, you've gone to a number of fights together, right? I mean, Jay
1: corners you, right? Yeah. Yep. So what's that experience like? Um, it starts out like well, the whole experience it starts out, out hey, like hell, oh, man. I. I have a feeling Dev knows what I'm asking. I <laughs> I'm cutting weight to start, so I'm Skeletor, all sucked out, trying to get to the arena on time. Especially whenever I had my day job, which I'm finally out of. Um, but I would leave after half day, try and get to the sauna in time to cut, and I would just basically go like two hours straight, just inside there, not really getting enough breaks. And it's, cutting weight's a a nasty thing. It's really, really ugly. I I hate it. I wish I could fight at 170, but if I want to be competitive, I'm not going to fight guys that walk around at 200 pounds, so I have to fight at 155, and that involves a bit of hell so you're, you're cutting weight you're sweating all this out you're not eating so the drive-up's miserable we get into the sauna i'm seeing stars by the time i get in there you, your limbs are tingling
2: it's, we talk about it's the drive-up sometimes what? let's talk about the drive-up sometimes the sweatsuit on
3: the heat on all yeah. the way <laughs> yeah, that's
2: what i'm looking i'm listening to michael i mean, michael Bo- I
3: mean uh, metallica
2: michael bolton <laughs> i don't i, I don't cutting weight on the ride up heard, you know
3: <laughs> just
0: to, to clear it up for people who don't do this for a living you're cutting weight in the car
3: on the way up to yeah. the event. That, that was like the last time he was he was working yeah. at the passport center because he had to get out of work. He had to go, still go into work on fight day. Oh, geez. so it's like I show up at I show up at and he like literally walks out of work. You must in his have been really really stuff. nice yeah.
0: mm-hmm. while you were at work
3: on yeah. that day.
0: I'll tell you what, man, I work are you in drinking a, coffee
1: again? <laughs> I work at a you passport center. Drink all the coffee. You you wake up. <laughs> You wake up at 5.30 in the morning, you go in, it's about, it's probably like 10 people under 30, and then like 800 people that are like 60 to 70. It's a bunch of old ladies, and their sweethearts, and they come in with a lot of Dunkin' Donuts and yeah. a lot of muffins. Did they and, know you were fighting? Crap. Oh, yeah, everybody oh, knows. Oh, no, so they're
0: all like, we're so worried about Yeah, you. they're You're always like,
1: trying, everybody that. there. Devin
3: was, does karate. <laughs> <laughs> are
1: these good memories... Um, but yeah, you, you're sitting in front of all this stuff that you want. You just want really, once it gets to a point where you shut off the food train, you're kind of just like, I want to drink something. You know, you just, you worry, once your body's kind of like, oh, I'm dying. It's more the, the water and the, the salt that you're looking for sure. rather than the actual food. It, it's hard at first when you start cutting the food out, but it's really the water that you, you hate losing. And then that day of... Cutting more water on the drive to the sauna because you're on a timetable to try and get to the to the event on time. Not only is it disrespectful to miss weight, but it's it's part of your your income. If you miss by one pound, there's a hundred dollars out of your purse. You know.
0: Is it is it the just to put a pin in that, so there's, uh, you missed by two pounds more, or are you $100 talking about- $100 per pound. Oh, wow. For, mo-
1: that- for most lower-level
0: leagues. Does that money go to the, your opponent? Your
1: opponent. woo yeah. Oh, yeah. I you get you. you can make them, you can say, no, fuck you, go cut more weight, and they have about two hours, usually, before the commission all leave, and they can go and cut the weight and see how close they can get, or you can say, hey, I'm going to fuck this dude up anyways, I need money, so... We're good. Let's just yeah. yeah I think go I, rehydrate.
0: Yeah, I knew. I think most people know that some of that happens, but I had no idea it was like down to the pound and all that. Yeah, yeah. no,
1: it's precise. Usually, there's a one pound weight allowance, so I could make one fifty six and be okay. Right. If it's for a title, you're looking at an exact weight on the dot. Right. No tenth of a pound, nothing. I don't. I haven't yet used the 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 extra pan, the extra pound. I try not to have to, but you know, it's there if. It's a necessity sometimes. I know one time I cut too much weight when I was an amateur still, because I was so obsessed with trying to be huge. But I wasn't—I was younger then, and I was—I wasn't as lean as I am now, and I, I could have just worked a little bit harder, I think, to get a little bit more fit before the fight. But I—I I mean, it was an ugly weight cut. I was in the sauna, and when I came out one time, the whole world was just like buzzing, just tunnel vision. It was just going in and out, in and out, and then wow. I. I went in to take a cold shower huge mistake and I just saw the tunnel and I was like (laughs) and I managed to get to like a little seat at the gym and I sat and I was just shaking and then my i was with my buddy scott talon because he used to train with us and i wandered out pretty much naked into like outside the actually it's at the the other place the like other,
3: a um, for the record the other you pointed Cico's at jay <laughs> <laughs> see remember we were talking about being guilty <laughs> well, by association know, that's why <laughs> i yeah, so fine. fucked up well port anyway. city
0: is at the <laughs> you Cico sports
1: club and this right. the other sports clubs where i used to always cut weight and I wandered outside of the locker rooms <laughs> to where there was a water fountain, <laughs> just pretty much naked and just started drinking water because my body was like, you, "You're dead. You, you're you need you're some water zombie now. mode." Yeah, right. Going to get water. I drank water. And I was a pound and a half under when I got on the scale oh, of that great. fight. It's I like I could have drank a whole Pedialyte and been fine, right. but it, that was a scary, scary weight <laughs> cut.
3: It's funny for like if because you know I'm with Devin from Glad my mom's you know here. the kind of the first <laughs> Right. you know from the morning on and. The, the closer Devin gets to wait, the more, like, absent-minded he gets. Oh. He leaves all of his <laughs> shit all a over cat the place. holder over there is nodding his head yes. Like, he's got uh, the, I've gone through the same thing, man.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, it's so easy because you, you lose everything. Like, he, the only thing you're thinking about is just putting your fist into something. Yep. Like, right. you, you don't even think about it, It's like, you don't want to think about food, so you just forget about food.
3: Yep. Yeah. And Devin rolls with a lot of stuff. Like, he's got, like a duffel bag and then he's got a backpack and then he's got this and he's got all specific he's so foods. and and like when he's cutting he like will walk out and like just like drop stuff or drop shoes and like it's I, now i know what it was like to be devon's mom oh. <laughs> so like cuz i got like mom. it's my responsibility to get him to school on time that's like the only thing like don't let him lose stuff you got your get him there on time like make sure the gloves are on and the mouthpiece is in and um
2: but <laughs> I always, so it's always weird too. Like when I come to your fight, like, and we've done through all these things. And then I'm like, I don't know if I should talk to him. I don't know if I should like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now. Like I'm all nervous. Like I, so I'm like, dude, you want me to do anything? Let me do anything for you right now.
3: Like, right. Like within 45 minutes, I feel like until you tape up.
2: <laughs> Not that. It's like, Not
3: whatever, come say hi. Like give him a hug, say hi, talk about stuff. You're pretty chill. Like right, right, until totally. like an hour before.
1: You waste a lot of energy being, being too... Too scared, mm-hmm. too you know, too um, em- emotionally in. invested. To um, I don't know. You, you just you can't think too much. You kind of need to just exist for the the few hours before it gets real serious. You you need to kind of sit it. around, rest your eyes a bit, and then get the blood going. But a lot of times you see fighters, especially new fighters, they'll they'll be up, they'll be pacing around, they'll be running around, and they'll be you know. Ten fights into the card, and the card hasn't even started their their rules meetings yet. You need to kind of conserve your energy because you're about to do the most physically exhausting thing that there is on the planet. Whenever you go toe-to-toe with someone, and you really lay it all on the line when you're done, and after 15 minutes, there's nothing that that competes with that for how you feel. It's unreal because you can train as hard as you want, but... No matter what, if you want it bad enough and they want it bad enough, you're going to just keep pushing each other. It's just a back and forth tug of war until the end, and you laid everything out that you can. So every ounce of energy you have, you've got to. If you you could do me a favor and not make
2: it sound so awesome, because Amanda's sitting here drinking (laughs) the sin, like she wants to fight so bad, and I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's. it's, it's Please. It's not your life, it's Amanda's life.
0: She's gonna do what she's gonna do sorry to turn and leave and you then, on the on the edge there but yeah so
3: then there's after Ron, the fight nothing i can yeah. do man Ron, you're yeah. not helping this is this we've, is what podcast about the truth man we've had some interesting times after fights yeah i was we're talking about actually, i'm actually ride. curious so i that sure was you know we're, <laughs> that was
1: the fight that never happened actually the bike ride yep what are you talking about um there <laughs> you don't have to talk about shit if you don't want to no this <laughs> this this is very it's noteworthy very interesting <laughs> Uh, It was supposed to be my first pro fight. Yeah, five Ws.
0: (laughs) You and who, where, what, where, when?
1: So I had a fight scheduled with a kid named Pedro da Silva. Okay. Went through all the work, busted my ass for my first pro fight. Had all my family from Elagash, Maine, eight hours up, drive down to Salem, actually where I'm fighting next, um, for Combat Zone to see it. The kid had his something wrong with his medicals at weigh-ins and they told us he was fixing it he'd come in and the next day showed up all ready to rock focused looking to put a beat down in front of my whole family and my team and obviously for myself after all the work we had put in and he didn't show up so Jay and I decided to try and get me out of the funk which was a pretty substantial funk
0: when someone doesn't show up like that what, what was your reaction there?
1: I cried a lot. <laughs> I, I, I'm an emotional guy. No, for I sure. I, yeah, my, no, I saw I mean, my like, brother walk in with all of his friends, all excited, wearing my shirts, and I just gave him a big hug and I started crying. But I mean, and what just, was
0: it where you felt like. Obviously, you're disappointed. Oh, but I mean, yeah. you spell it
1: out a little. I mean, so.
0: I mean, you. You didn't let these guys down. I mean, the No, but let them down, right? you. But know? you
1: just. You put so much. Oh, I see what you're saying. Into these, these fight camps. You know, it, it's. the way that I prepare for fights I absolutely love martial arts and when I get ready for fights a lot of me hates martial arts Mm. because you work so hard that you don't even want to show up but you force yourself to show up you force yourself to get up to go in you train to the point where you sh- your hands won't stop trembling. You know you want to throw up after every training session. You you hit things as hard as you can. You hurt. You hit so hard that your neck hurts the next day. You know, and you you roll so hard that you can barely move your back. You know, it's it's just a lot of stuff that you you want to have a reason. You know, you love training, but you can also take it down notch so you can have some longevity in the sport. But you gotta you gotta go all in whenever you're looking to to make a splash and, and have people know your name. So when you you do all this stuff, everything I do in here, every time I get to roll with Jay or John or, or Tim or every sparring session, you know, every time George tries to break my neck, no. it's <laughs> it, it's no. not something anybody sees except for the people in this room i don't talk about how many times i've been tapped obviously i don't talk about <laughs> 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 i don't talk about, Let's talk about the, those times. The, the people or the times that i've tapped others you know it doesn't matter nothing matters except for the the ones that are out in front of the public you know these are closed doors we're here to make each other better so after all this all the beatings my teammates willingly take for me. Yeah. You know, all the beatings I take, staying in round after round after round, yeah. it all comes to that one moment, you know. And you don't and get that moment. You don't then, you yeah. don't get that. You know, it's that it's closure, man. After all that work, even after I had a, a savage uh just a, a rough loss where it was a decision, uh, you know, I thought I'd done enough. I th- I'm quite certain everybody tells me I tapped the kid in the middle of the fight. Doesn't matter at this point who or when, but even fight, after even fight. after losing, it was a year and a half break before that fight. I went through a really rough breakup with the my kids' mom and myself, and it was just I needed that that closure. If that fight didn't happen, I'm much happier that it happened and I lost than somehow it didn't happen because I, I needed saying, to go and I needed to to lay it all on the line, just go in and say I am, you know, yeah. and and that's that's the reason that that it was so emotional whenever this one didn't happen because you do all this work and then all of a sudden it's like okay so we start over you know we just did all this so instead of instead of getting right back to that we kind of had a little detour and had one of the weirdest greatest nights and mornings of all time <laughs> um yeah we will we started out we went to Went to some bar. I don't know. We started weird. at the fights. The, at fights. the fights were still going on. People? We were taking shots of Diego. Like <laughs> how many like people were involved 13. What's that? It was just us. Uh, just Liz you and Jay? was there. A yeah. yeah. couple of people. Yeah, it was a handful of people. Um, but we ended up... Yeah, I mean, you can probably... Explain the. So they, I don't how, understand. You're so saying you are trying to s- s- not drown my you're, sorrow. Yeah, so a lot yeah, of it I can't not not <laughs> Here,
3: grab this. Let's just pop drink, the yeah. bottle of ginger. Yeah. Let's just drink. And let's go. Okay. And so right. we start drinking, and it's like shot after shot, and they, and then people start buying Devin shots. <laughs> so we've already had like five or six shots, and like people start buying Devin. Come on, let's so let, let me buy hey, you a drink. Hey, let me buy you a drink.
0: You're you're still you just rehydrated, but you're still. Skinny as fuck. Right? Oh still, yeah, right. You're not in a you're not filled right. with turkey dinner, 172. <laughs> 172
3: pounds, is killing is a, you. We do a great All job on right. the weight cuts and coming back. And, yeah, like, okay. we've been, are okay. super yeah. successful with it. So, yes. so yes. we stopped yes. at a couple yes. bars yes. on the way back. We end up at my house, and you know we start. So <clears> my buddy Miltiadis, uh, his family makes the stuff in Greece <sighs> um, called rakia and we call it agrostantos which in 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 greek means liquid death. It's like 190 proof. You could light it on fire. You could easily light and it, and it will fire. Stay on the fire. The bottle if you leave the right. <sighs> cap off for the night, most of it will evaporate. Oh, no. And uh, along like with your greek skin moon if you're moon sky, in the same room. Right? Yeah, yeah along that, with your skin, that. you will melt. <laughs> and uh, so we were drinking some of that too. We need to get some <laughs> of that and make soap with it. <laughs> and and so we get to this point where like we're in my basement like my Whenever thing you know, a long night occurs. Like my basement, kind of interesting things happen down there. That's where like the fun and games occur. You know, there's like this heavy bag down there, and Devin's like, "Oh, those are nice bikes, like bicycles." And uh, we decide the best thing to do, and this is like three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, like wasted. Best thing to do, and I live in Hampstead, New Hampshire. We thought that the best possible thing would be for us to get on those bikes. And ride to Portsmouth in time for the morning class.
2: Jesus, that's Just like 10 a.m. Right? How many miles from? Him? That's uh a, it's like 45 like 40 miles. Or 40 yeah. miles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: it's a long hike. Hilarious. So, and also, like, so Liz and I, we, we ride a lot, and so all the, the bikes have clip-in pedals. <laughs> not easy. Which Devin has <laughs> no, never drunk done before. <laughs> <very least. laughs> which Devin's never done before. So. uh I think we like up until the midpoint when we stopped in Exeter, Devin had fallen three times. And it was like a tipped cow. Because he doesn't take his feet out. He like stops is like Oh damn oh, no. and just kinda of falls over with
2: his feet in the uh, yes. it was
3: it was so Pretty funny. Sure at some
2: point I got a text or something like I don't think I'm going to make it for class. Can you cover this thing or something? Like, we,
1: Well, before we even started, we decided the best thing to do with, was to write on paper towel on marker for his wife saying, We we have. We wrote like old, like medieval times. Like, <laughs> you know, English. On a great voyage.
2: Our, our <laughs> one
1: reason to go aside, well, we, we did want to go train, but really, more than anything, we, I told him while well, hammered that there was an awesome place. That was all you could eat sushi, oh, and God. it was in Portsmouth. So it called the Great Buffet, and it's not let's go not the best food, but it's all you, can all you could eat. There's so, uh, a lot of food we there. We
3: write this <laughs> note, yeah, saying
1: we have driven to the mouth of the port or something to to go to the Great Buffet or something, and we put these. Friggin' boot shoes on and clip in, and Jay's like, "All right, we'll give it a test." I bike like 13 feet, and we're like, "All right, we're good. Let's go." Look <laughs> at everything's fine. <laughs> I guess I got this test and, successful. And you're gonna get to the every every time so we had to stop, I fell. In this right. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, you no. try and just step off a bike pedal. That's pretty
2: normal, not this like heel twister action. <laughs> I fell into cars and oh. in traffic one time with them pedals. Like I just forgot to clip out, and it was the traffic was stopped. But it was in downtown Dover. And like I stopped and I just forgot to take my foot out. And it was like, timber boat right in this car. And the people are looking at me. So you and didn't I was embarrassed. Even fight,
0: and you are getting your... Ass kicked, but you know your elbows are all beat up, and you got fucking it was scrapes everywhere. Dude. Sure, you guys were wearing bike helmets
1: and shit, right? Nope. Nope. No. no no helmets, <laughs> no helmets. We were going like I feel like we were biking like forty-five miles an hour by the time it was like nine a.m. We oh were yeah, we're cruising, cruising. <laughs> stopping not easy, going fast that was yep. that was a breeze. I was in pretty good shape, even entirely inebriated. Yep. So we were, we were cranking along. Get to the we Great Buffet these. at 9.05. <laughs> so like open at 11. We stopped at Exeter. Yeah, we stopped it? in Exeter. And we stopped at this like sub shop. And we each got like tuna salad and like long egg, egg salad. salad.
2: sandwiches. I we put uh, on <laughs> the
3: J. So I think we ate, ate one to, and then we put one into the drink holder. There's a drink holder on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> You're like riding along. Like, <laughs> because
0: egg salad is the,
3: the perfect <laughs> thing <laughs> while riding a bike. <laughs> After a
2: long night of Where drinking. was the adult here for this <laughs> situation? We got,
3: nowhere. we got to Port
1: City. I don't think we trained at all. We, no. we got there and we did what we're doing now. We, we just like, we posted up. We put our backs on the wall and we just kind of stared like at, <laughs> like absentmindedly at the mat, at the people <laughs> training. We were like, we've arrived.
2: <laughs> we made it. <laughs> yeah.
1: And we didn't even go to the great buffet. You got picked up. Right. We, didn't we, we go to like some breakfast joint? You did. You get picked up. I don't even know what happened with me. No,
3: because <laughs> we, we went to breakfast because uh, we realized, okay, uh, the girls were back in Hampstead. And we're like, oh, well, now we're stuck in Portsmouth. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know if we even went out together, though. I remember halfway through this, this endeavor, the, the note that we had left didn't even make sense. You'd gotten right. probably 50 calls and still hammered. You text to them. You're just like, we're "Like we're okay.
3: Devin hath taken thrice <laughs> diggers. Thrice diggers. <laughs> 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 Wait, I'm going to go get my phone. I'll, I'll read it. <laughs> you guys continue.
1: Wow. <laughs> but yeah, okay. it was one of the, the
3: craziest
1: strips of all time. <laughs> but that, yeah, that's definitely not. What I was expecting out of that night,
2: (laughs) (laughs) but you know,
1: all joking aside, uh, you know, I
0: can I'll I'll maybe make it, maybe be taking it too seriously, but but probably yeah, I was gonna say probably better than going home and getting in bed and and just sort of just Just, no because you're crying in
2: your ice cream.
0: Well, I mean, whatever, but it's It's
2: devastating.
0: It kind of put you got you got some kind of you get closure for something, yeah, not necessarily the fight, but
1: no, is a night that. You know, we're not ever gonna forget. Yeah. And we also won't entirely remember ever either. <laughs> it was, it was it, a it, blast. It sounds like epic level overnight. Yeah, I'm. Like, you know. Yeah, it, it couldn't have been better as far as making something out of a horrible, you know, horrible loss of not fighting. I, don't I mean, know. you lose money. Too, yeah, right? a, lot money out, lose a lot of money out the door, man. Oh, you I don't d- have like a guarantee. No, for, like, I didn't get. You know, it, you get. You get paid your commissions for the people that still um, still fought right. – or uh, still showed up and, and went into the fights. Fought but tickets. they were nice enough to return um, – let people return their tickets that didn't um, want to stay because they were just there for me. <laughs>
3: Jay, Jay has apparently located so, Thou Diggers. So there, there, there was uh, a text from the lady saying, where are you guys? And I reply, hi, we're in Greenland. No problem. <laughs> Thanks. You guys are freaks. Dev says, "Don't worry. We'll be in the mouth of the port soon. We'll communicate with your leaders then." Dev hath thrice diggers.
2: <laughs> it this was a good. long time ago. <laughs> oh yeah. Seriously, <laughs> like that was, like, like, that was like three years yeah. ago, right? Uh, yeah, at least. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got a lot of. You
0: probably should do that. A, was gonna I mean, short. Yeah. A, a quick shout out to the the keepers that you guys are involved with here. That's all I'm saying, right? Many, many, ago. many of the ladies on the other end of that text would have not reacted with such a positive fashion. So, <laughs> I mean, super Jay's, kudos. Jay's life has got to be used to these kind of shenanigans. Well, by uh, now I mean, this is the beginning these, of a podcast, so
3: let's just let's see what happens after these go public. I, I'm supposed to be better now.
2: <laughs> um, oh yeah, I can now, tell. Now, as long as oh, I, I mean, that's obvious. As, as
3: long as I don't endanger my life. It's yeah. kind of like I get a free pass every now and again. Um, I, you know, I, I'm 38 now. I think my 20s were pretty crazy. Um, you know, partied a lot, did all that stuff. Um, a few years ago, though, like you know, Liz started. Uh, she started doing CrossFit and she got in great shape. And she's, you know, she did you know tons of triathlons. And I kind of caught caught on with that. Um, I remember you were, you'd
2: be like every once in a while you'd come in and be like, yeah, I got to like go run up Sunday River tomorrow. <laughs> right. And I'd be like, were you training for this thing? <laughs> I don't think you were training for I it. I was just well, we're doing jujitsu training. Dude, ju- and jujitsu will carry you through. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah. I've I, you told me that and, and these guys were like, you want to go do the Spartan race? So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And they're like, you're going to train? I was like, jujitsu is going to be my training. Right. I, I mean, I did like some pull-ups <laughs> and ran twice. Yeah. And uh running socks. Spartan was nothing. What's gonna say <laughs> get Just you socks. through. Right. Yeah. You
3: know people say they're like they're like, Oh, I only run if chased. I'm like, I don't even run that. <laughs> That's right. why you learned jiu jitsu. <laughs> That's why I learned jujitsu I've got to run. I'm like, I'll row, I'll ride the air dine. you know, the assault bike. Just don't make me run. I
2: You're good at rowing, man. Yeah, well rower. I
3: got I got a long pull, yeah. man. Mm. It's not as powerful as some guys. <laughs> 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 man, you should see some of the guys I train with at, in, in Hampstead. And <laughs> like, Raff you think him. you think I'm a good Other rower, guy. like, just get annihilated by these guys. <laughs> just real, like Jameson. Jameson is a serious rower. He's a beast. He is a beast.
0: <laughs> so, this is a fantastic place, man. It looks great. How long have you been in here?
1: So. Uh, it'll be two years in May, I <clears throat> believe. Right? It was previously a, a mixed martial arts academy, just added a lot of mats, added a ton of stall mats in there and equipment and different things. But it used to be the shop MMA, basically. Um, my good friend Bill Jones, phenomenal fighter, one of the, the most known fighters out of the Northeast and love fighters in the Northeast, was running this, and he just was too busy with work and everything. And it was going to close down, and I decided to come in, and uh, renovate the whole place and create my own academy. And that's what I did with the blessing of, of Jay and Derek. I th- think George was there too when yeah. I was to meet with yeah. them to, to get their blessing and just see if they, they trust me. And it was, it was a lot of work. I remember I fought Lemke and I had one week from that day to get in after the fight to renovate and open the doors and we started with probably five people that, that were with the shop before that right. came in. And from there, we've you know we've grown big time.
2: You've made it your own, man. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It gonna it's gonna like you. No, sure. it's entirely. You know, it's, yeah, we'll get it's some, You cut some pictures. We'll get some pictures.
3: Yeah. This is a different place to train than it was. I mean, a lot of the good things are still here. You've got the core group of guys that still train here. And the four walls are still the four walls. But yeah. you've really made this your own place. And I think... Um, you know, I go back to it was it was a sad day when you know, when you told me that you were gonna open up your old but it, we also knew about it, right? You'd, we had talked about it for a long time about that was your eventual goal. Yeah. And but we lost one hell of a you know, a fundamentals instructor. Oh, man. And Kids and, class Mario. with Devin and I was oh, like it was, it was <laughs> so I mean, good. You couldn't beat that. Yeah. And so, you know, it was bittersweet when, when Devin opened Nostos because, you know, it was it was tough to I'm glad that we still you know we're as tight as we are, and we, you know, we're all one family really, and that's that's the way it has to be. You know, I actually don't miss
2: Devin's cardio
3: class. I do. Oh I man, love that, man, that oh, was fuck matter with you? That was brutal.
2: <laughs> Whenever was you train for
0: one of those back in the old Port City uh, days, I just show up out of the blue on some night I never go. Okay, don't you go. got like four stations. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, man. Jesus, can we just do some
1: jiu-jitsu? <laughs> no. You kind of go to the Ground front door. Grab the kettlebells and-, and throw them around. I'm like, Have really? You- what is- remember that location? John, Purple Belt John over there, one of my students, is laughing because before jiu-jitsu started last night. We had – I made everybody do a circuit to get warm rather than the normal but line drills or whatever. Getting
0: warm is not Burping the same. Up, warm up, normal. On the pole I think we to have this conversation. Pull up, yeah. and warm up with 150 awesome. burpee pull-ups on
2: a pole, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. It's a warm up. Yeah. No problem.
3: Those tests are your resolve, your fortitude.
2: Without a that, that, yeah. well, That's oh, true. Oh, man. Yeah, a lot for my fight because I'm
3: just right. like, if I can do this and then I get into the fight, with. Oh. It's just, a, it's just a human. We're super yeah, lazy. Right? So Where much survival, like <laughs> <for laughs> reasons. That's yeah. all. That's what we do. You know, yeah. you yeah. <laughs> all I gotta do is survive. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't have to be, you know, I don't have to beat anything but myself here. Like. Just get up and do another one. Right, get up. As long as you don't stop moving, just look, don't stop. For the moving. record,
0: all of us did all these classes,
2: so you were just whining.
0: We all got through them. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it right. sucks. But he's the whole do it. thing. Devin wait. would
2: always be just looking stop. at me, right? Like he'd start talking to me. I'd be like, "Oh man, come on, dude. Why are you looking at me? Don't right. we'll talk to somebody. <laughs> don't look at me. I'm dying over here." Well, right. One of the
0: one of the things that you know that uh, that I, I respect. We're going to go around to a lot of different. Hopefully, uh, over the next year or so, we're going to go to. Uh, a number of different places, and, and you know, meet a bunch of people, and do these dojo storm podcasts. But um, I think you can kind of uh, cut up academies. Tell me if I'm wrong. It's just a thought I'm throwing out. Uh, with on a, bun- on a bunch of different lines, you know, some academies, you know, study MMA and, and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is part of it or whatever. Some of them are just straight Jiu Jitsu. Some are no gi. You know, some are really competition oriented. You can kind of a lot of different ways. One of the things I find it's interesting with martial arts academies is a lot of academies don't have any kids classes. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It just, I think that it's worth noting that it requires a certain type of person to be able to motivate serious badass dudes and dudettes at night and then at the same time motivate a six- and seven-year-old who's really mostly interested in, you know, whatever they're about to do, not what they're doing right now, right? So I don't know Devin very well, but that's a motherfucker. I mean, that's a, just a motherfucker. I, I mean, what is it, How does that come across to you? I mean, I definitely look at academies differently if they have kids classes. It requires a certain type of person, type of academy, certain culture to deal with that.
1: How do you feel about that? Uh, it's it is a motherfucker. <laughs> teaching kids is the greatest and the worst thing ever. I absolutely love it, and there are some sometimes where the parents, you know, they'll they'll agree with me. You know, you want to tear your hair out. There's some ki- sometimes you're teaching class. You got everybody on the wall doing the right thing, and you got one kid <laughs> somersaulting down the mat. Like,
2: <laughs> Another one kid. throwing up. That's and true, yeah, <laughs> George and me. That's what happens. But,
1: <laughs> but when you see these kids, like I got this kid, Jason, can Baron and bolo, and he can hit flying arm bars all day. He's got all. You know, he's done
2: tournaments, right? Yeah, he's yeah, I've he, seen he, him. How old he's, is this child? He's He's uh, done.
1: I think he's he just turned ten. Yeah. But but he's been with me about almost a year now. But he he competed. But, um, a few months ago and he did so well he just beat everybody immediately that all the parents at this Naga were just complaining like what, what was this here? kid doing What Sandbagger dog? yeah he's, he's an an adult. Adult. and they you know and they uh, <laughs> what? you know he's like, seven he's, he's beating all these gray belts and stuff in Naga but it's like whatever man like he mm. We're lying about a nine-year-old. Yeah, like how long's this kid? Like he just went. We looked at the thing. He's, you know, he's been training well under a couple years. You're
0: doing martial arts for you and the kid. Yeah,
1: but you know, we're like, all right, next tournament, he'll he'll compete up, and you'll still go and whip everybody's butt. Yeah, if you
0: left him in the same weight class or same class for three years, now we got another story. You know what's
3: you know what's funny about those tournaments? It's, it's I've had to ref a lot of those, and it's like. These moron parents that like are mad at me for stopping a match for safety reasons. Like my kid wasn't tapping, my kid wasn't tapping. I'm like, yeah, but he was screaming and crying because he was in a goddamn camel clutch. You, you, you <laughs> so I stopped it yeah. so the kid didn't get hurt. Like, you're not you're not the- those parents either, man. Yeah, I'm like, this, this is to save the kid. I'm save the <laughs> kid. I'm like, this isn't the UFC right. or the Olympics. Like your kid was in pain, so I stopped it so he didn't get hurt. Go fuck yourself. Nobody
2: except you is documenting right. nine-year-old matches. Are yeah. you living vicariously through this Yes or no? So I stop yes. it and the kid's
3: crying because he's obviously Get scared. All right. And the
2: guy and the father's
3: like yelling at me. I'm like, good parenting. Just good give your parenting. kid a hug, will you? Did you just give your kid a, kid a, a right. hug. That's um. where you go over and hug the kid. You're like, stop. hey, kid. Choke out the parents. Nice parent. work. Stop, nice stop, work. Man. Get over not, there. Not
0: so
2: easy, is it? Sorry to hear about your dad, man. So I feel like me and Devin, I think we started eighteen more in Fort City, right? Was free it was yeah. me and you like yep. and and it was like i don't know that we knew that we had a plan yeah. and it was like so funny some of these times like devin and i would be looking at each other and like i don't know we're both pretty laid back most of the time and it was like at first those kids were like just running rampant yeah I'm, I'm so started. scared of that class. Remember? That's how you started <laughs> in the kids. Uh, class. Yeah, yeah. I we had to bring you class. in for discipline because me and him couldn't. We had no discipline. We so had to bring in Amanda. What's, what's the rule now? You can't pick
3: kids up by the belt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: no, the I lapels. <laughs> lapel. <laughs> Just. Well, you can totally pick them in the belt. I, that's the best thing. I angle. grab them by
2: the lapels. <laughs> and I was told that I'm not allowed to by do that bird? anymore. <laughs> exactly. No, but oh I don't know. The parents kind of <laughs> probably looked at me like horrified. I, but I, I was kids, the man, you got to grab them.
3: I was under the impression that jiu-jitsu grabbing the lapels
2: was a good thing. I use grips. I'm a grip <laughs> fighter. I'm a grip fighter.
1: I do it. <laughs> I think kids up by the belt. If I mean, we got two yeah, big rooms here. got to move around. If there's... Hitman choke. If there's a kid that's not listening, he's disturbing the rest of the class. I'll pick them up. I'll walk them out there, and just tell them if you don't pay attention, you're sitting out here. Whenever you're ready, come back in. Right. You know, we got a bunch of kids, parents that are paying money. You, you gotta, you gotta do what you're supposed to do. But the, I mean, the kids program is incredible. It's so important to me. You know, the the parents trust me. They, you know, it's so much work, but it's completely worth it because the, there's so much of a reward at the end of it. Watching all these kids rolling hard at the end of class, all these kids that are just full of smiles when they walk in. These kids love me. It's insane. You know, I actually have friends now. <laughs> but, but, I mean, we started... <laughs> the you know, same intellectual level. It wow. was the the adults kind of know, you know, that they want to try this stuff. So they, you know, you start with almost nobody in here, and they, they slowly start filing in. The kids, it's been a constant struggle for it to go from nobody you know fr- friends that have kids that are like come in and try it out to on a monday we might have 25 yeah, got a lot little of kids, kids running around it's nuts you should post
2: that and
0: video you showed us earlier yeah, yeah yeah Those we have a, a compilation Check out of the striking uh, facebook
1: page no yeah the, we have a the kickboxing program for the kids is really fun you know it, we we have a lot of kids that that like doing all of it a lot of the kids that love mixed martial arts too, that go in the cage and they do rounds, messing around with each thing. other. Um, you taking off, Jay? I'll be back. Okay.
2: I feel like with kids. Uh, all right, good. Even more so than adults, maybe sometimes. Like you look, and sometimes you're doing the kids class, and you're looking at these kids, and you're like, man, I don't know if I've taught them anything. <laughs> but then, like in the, over the long term, if they keep coming, then all of a sudden one day you look, and they're doing all these things, and you're like, whoa. Maybe these guys really did learn something, and they're, like, doing all these amazing things. But they're it's, learning. yeah. I mean, yeah, at times, though, learning. you're
1: looking, and you're like, holy crap, man. You'll, you know they're learning whenever their parents come over to me, and they're like, you know, my kid put me in this rear naked choke, <laughs> and I didn't know what to do. And then I start getting parents that become students. because nice. Literally, I have a, handle of, a handful of them that are that are now training full-time with us because, they're like, I don't, they want to learn new things, and I'm trying to help them, and they're also choking me, and I don't know what to do, wow. so now I have to do jiu-jitsu. But,
0: well, both, my, both my sons went from being uh, really little guys in judo to, you know, practicing judo then to being, well, they're huge, they're way bigger than me, but uh, they both stopped around the time that, you know, early teens, um, but, yeah, I mean, it would be funny because, you know, you go over to, you know, everybody's going camping or whatever, and you know, with the other parents and the other kids, and one of the other parents will look at one of my little guys, who's probably like, you know, maybe five feet tall, and going, "So you, frags the judo, right? And then one of them would be all like, yeah, yeah, da, 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 da. The little one's like, yep, you know? And he'd be like, well, you should show me. And the kid just would come right up and oh so to the guy, because, you know, nobody, he doesn't know he's really going to hurt the guy if he falls over in a tree or something. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny. I I, I, watching those little guys. I remember just going, "Wow!" I I hope they. I continually remind them that they need to be afraid of me because. (laughs) But no, I I think to, to to put a point on it, there's the there's the difference, right? Like, at night, you're in here, absolutely destroying pads, which the motivation for that has to be somehow different than the motivation for taking a really young mind and and making them confident and and doing it. That's a hell of a teaching jump, you know, one or the other, both of them. That's, uh, that's sometimes you
2: got to do it in like, I mean, you do an adult class right after a kid's class, right? So you got to shift gears instantly.
1: Yeah. I'll teach Mondays. I teach five until nine straight. So it's a kid's class straight into a boxing class straight into two hours of jujitsu. Um, and uh, there's a lot of nights like that. I have some awesome instructors, obviously, but I'm I'm here pretty much seven days a week, and I also teach because of Jay actually at um, one of the best schools ever, St. John Prep School, where they treat me amazingly. And you know, this it's it's not like this is you know making me a millionaire or anything. So that job helps me tremendously as far as not having a day job now. So it's really really well, incredible to said, have that. Yeah, I mean, uh, also.
0: I can understand what you mean by when you say have a day job, but of course you have a fucking day job. Yeah. It's this. Oh yeah, right. I mean I that's mean, awesome. I, 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 you know,
1: yeah. I mean I'm. Hmm. It, it, I feel like a zombie most of the time, even when I'm not getting ready for a fight. But more so now, obviously. But I'm. It's never-ending teaching and training and in trying to watch stuff as well and, and visit people. But it's it's tough to being here all the time because I want to be at port City so often you know right. and it's you know you you have it's just how it works there's there's peak hours that that are for every single school mm-hmm. and if if you're here you know then it's hard to be there I can't right. teleport yet um, but it's seven days a week and it's at multiple places
2: what's the well, best maybe- way for people to support you like as a fighter like buy t-shirts when you're coming up buy tickets for a fight I mean you get a cut of all the- of these things, right? At some level. Yeah. some level.
1: Um, one thing that, honestly, if if I'm going to plug my Plug it, man. Plug support. I want to say plug myself. That sounds funny. Plug it. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That sounds funny. <laughs> but one, one thing, because I'm always. Maybe s- not if you're Ron. <laughs> <Right>? Ron, <laughs> plugs
3: <laughs> his, Ron plugs himself on <laughs> the phone. Oh, you don't like, mean
1: talk about your achievements. <laughs> um,
3: I, I definitely can. <laughs> oh, it does fun. sound funny then. Uh, I guess that does sound weird.
1: Uh I I've always neglected going out for sponsors. But if there's anybody that that wants to sponsor me to be on a shirt or even an academy sponsor and for whatever reason people like doing that, I guess it makes sense. You have you know plenty of people walking through the doors every I was day and you have so a huge banner on the so wall. What's in it for a sponsor? I mean, you know, just being seen every day, really, I guess. Uh if if it uh if it's for a shirt, then it's you know, however many people buy a shirt and walk around with them every day, you know. We but sell your fights, 50 are, shirts, your fights though, though. Are,
0: are televised sometimes, I don't know, all, all, uh, all the time Sometimes I'm like, like Nesson and after. stuff, but yeah. Uh, that's and, what I was going to say, uh, though, I'm just going to come back with that, is that I can watch pretty much all your over, friends, and, over. and I see
1: your sponsors yeah. on
0: your shorts, which yeah, means yeah.
1: this
2: shirt has a long you have tail. You nice shorts. My
1: next shorts just
0: Oh, I've seen them. I've seen them. <laughs> no, I did. I saw uh, them. I
2: saw them. I saw Yeah. But yeah, that shit nice. does, it's in pretty. 2016, yeah. that
0: shit has a long tail. It's not like you're going to fight for, you know, whatever. This promotion, it's going to go on, be televised 2 a.m. on some cable channel. It's going to be up forever. You're going to keep doing better. And the better you do, the bigger you get, the more audience you put in front of you, more people are going to see that same sponsor on that same Ass over and over. The same and shirt, shirt. Oh, like I mean, Amanda.
2: Amanda's got shirts. I wear shirts for years, man.
1: I mean, my, the shirt I'm wearing is an old fight shirt, and it's from Seacoast. But I'm just yeah.
0: saying, there is something into it, in, in it for sponsors, for sure. It may sure. not be the old school where you know you own an academy, somebody just shows a love, they go and do that, you know, yeah. and, and there they are. But I don't know. I just feel like the the, the whole idea is there are people out there. That read memes every day on Facebook. You know, I just want to have a life that someday I don't want to come home from and all this so bullshit. You don't need a right. vacation. Oh my God. If I'm not wrong, I'm going to be a little, you know, cheesy here. But you fucking did this. How it, many man. people right. want to stop just going to class and going to work and open up a place or do something? Not just like open a place. But just take on the responsibility of changing what they're doing and making their own destiny. Going forward, saying, fuck, I'm going to let my boss decide what my family is going to do. I'm going to make the decisions myself. I'm going to take the responsibility. And you did. And it's funny. Some of us, you know, have have had a a similar path a long time ago. Some of us at the Academy are like watching you take off and going, okay, here goes Dev. Dev. Should not get a loan for $300,000. Dev should not always... Like, all these things you shouldn't do, and you didn't do any of them, right? And then <laughs> it's like, if you could just get past the first year, if you could right. keep it steady, cool. And it's like, I'm thinking, you just keep the kids' glasses going, right? Yeah. Like, because the kids, you know, parents pay. They get, the kids don't want to go. The parents and the go. the thing is, too, that... But you really seem to love this. You know, you're oh, not yeah. just fucking around and doing it. No, Here you are, a couple years later, fucking killing it.
1: Yeah, th- I mean, the, the kids... The kids program is a passion. It's I, it's a super affordable program. It's the adults are you know where you make the money. The kids is more of a passion project, and I could also easily have other people running the kids program. Yeah, I just choose to, to still yeah. do it because there. I know someday I'm gonna have a kid like maybe Jace, and I'm gonna be like Jay is to me. You know, I coach this kid for even but even more so because the kids. Ten now, but in eight years, right. you know, maybe he wants to take an MMA fight, and I taught him everything. And to, to be able to maybe do that someday, it's going to be incredible. So that's that's the passion project. You know, that's the long haul. The adults are really, you know, keeping the lights on. The kids' program. I just, you know, I have a passion for it. It's it makes you want to tear your hair out, like I said, sometimes. But yeah. you also, you know, I, I couldn't not have it. You know, it's a killer hard. man. It's a so, killer. It's
3: it's you know what you're doing is something that. So, I mean, you, you're you right. You see the memes all the time about people saying, I, you know, I, I hate my job. Why why am I, like, plugged into the Matrix like this? Yeah, you're not
0: made to get up in the morning and work for 22 yeah, hours a day it and takes, go home and be right, tired.
3: Right, 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 Which you're not. But You know, work all day just so I can pay my bills and die. Right. You know, but on the other hand, it takes a certain kind of person to say, well, then, I, I, everybody knows it, right? Mm-hmm. But it t- very few people say, okay, well, fuck it. I'm not going to do this anymore then. Right. I'm going to do what I want to do. Yep. And Devin did that, and uh, I, there's such a noticeable change in Devin since those days. Like, always had a smile on his face, never complained, but literally would be, what time did you get to the Passport Center in the morning? Like 6 6.45, 645 and he would get out of there and go right to Port City to teach. I
2: was showing him sleeping Port City. in his car. He'd be sleeping in the car with the blinders on. <laughs> yeah, the zombie yeah. These crazy zombie <laughs> things. And, and go home at 9 I'll o'clock. Take pictures of guys, the, go
3: home at 9 o'clock and rinse and repeat. You know right. what I mean? Yes. Like, that's that's yeah. the shit
0: that's, uh, that's on the other side of those memes when you flip right. them over. You gotta work hard. You gotta hard, see a man. picture mm-hmm. of some dude sleeping in the goddamn car yeah. and making shit for money trying right. to put it together. I don't know. There's a whole, I don't know if you saw Movie Fight Club. There's a whole sort of that vibe to people who go to Jiu-Jitsu jiu- anyway, right? You don't have to actually quit your job, but you can you keep your job. Just get to class. That's right. hard enough sometimes. That's like a mini version of this. It's a lot of people who get out of jujitsu and they go. And you go, what are you going to write on your goddamn gravestone? You're going to write, guy who went to jujitsu and night. also went to work. Not, and that's I just a as lot. good in a lot of ways. But especially for young men like that, and it's just, uh, it's super admirable. It's uh, the the people out there that have made that jump just it's like so everybody would be instantly proud of you instantly proud of you well we
3: we certainly are like you know we've been training with devin for a long time he knows that i'm super proud of him i'm I'm super happy that he was able to get this place going and and watch it take off the way it is i mean super talented fighter super talented jujitsu guy and instructor so
0: fantastic it's probably a great place to stop
3: Let's do the uh, the the housekeeping. We are at go. One one quick thing, by the way. Anybody like we were talking about support? You guys want to support Devin? You know, forget about everything else. Come out on on Feb- February fifth in Salem for Combat Zone. Watch him whoop some ass. So Buy best- some
2: tickets from him. Yep. Buy a shirt.
1: Let's let's do the housekeeping. So Devin, where are we? We're at we're at we're at where yeah. is this? One uh, one last quick thing. Something Don't that forget. I'm sure everybody wants us yeah. to say. Um, You're to
3: change to a girl?
1: Yeah, yeah that, well, that's all right. we're already in the works. Um, no, uh, <laughs> it's make if, it a weird I don't know fight if anybody has has the uh, exact info um, off the top of their head, but. You know, the Crash Kimonos, um, they did the thing to support Dan Dion. Our hoodie did some support for it. But if anybody can go on to the website, the GoFundMe for Dan Dion. I uh, did.
0: Uh, you should know, you don't know this, uh, Dev. The uh, previous uh, episode, there's two episodes before this, yep. which will be out before th- all at the same time. Uh, people will be able to get it from there. There's a whole awesome. episode. Cool. Dan actually came on and did an episode with oh. us. That's GoFundMe.com. Sorry, yeah. okay, Hang on. That's GoFundMe.com forward slash D-A-N-D-I-O-N. But back to you. That's We are right. at... Nostos uh, MMA, right yeah. now.
1: Nostos MMA, you can check us out. NostosMMA.com. Check our Facebook, we're always active. Photos, videos. What's
0: your face? Just Nostos MMA yeah. on the Facebook?
1: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, Nostos Space MMA. Fantastic. Um, yeah, we're open seven days a week. We've got, you know, it's a mixed martial arts academy. Expect everything that that you see in the cage. you got boxing, wrestling, Muay Thai. We have Filipino. <clears throat> Martial arts, um, knives, sticks, swords, knives, swords, all that stuff. Tim a, little, Hagen, a little bit of Jujitsu. Yep, a little little BJJ, <laughs> uh, uh, MMA classes, conditioning classes, women's cardio classes. You know all that junk.
3: Or stop, or stop in and, uh, and try it out. You got you running yeah. any specials right now? Like uh, we always always like
1: do that? a free week. Um, any anybody that comes in can train an entire free week. Um, if you come into this uh into this academy because of this podcast you can get a free gi or a free set of boxing gloves
0: what notes. what yeah. what boom up. oh. yeah, yeah. all right
2: great you hey guys we get free gi yes. you guys should right. definitely <laughs> do it i mean if you're planning on like if if you're in this area and you want to come in and get an mma workout you should come in and do it you know what i mean
0: great let's put the other housekeeping tortugasoap.com Fuck you yeah out with the Tortuga soap. Everybody's smelling good because of uh, because of you guys. You smell good. And crash kimonos. Uh, crash kimonos made uh, this sexy key cool. that you're wearing right now, which has some sort of Cthulhu looking thing on the back yeah, and the shit, Octopus, man. Dem- the and Octopus plus, Fowl. if uh, if you guys have an academy and you're looking for kimonos, okay. man, you got to hit Abe up. It's the man shit. Thank you very much, people. Thank you very much, Devin. Thanks to uh, Nosos MMA and Tim and the other guy with the purple belt. Who I John. Did, I, to John, John, who I didn't get to roll with today. Next time, it's all good. Thanks to everybody, obviously. Uh, there's some other people in the room as well, Amanda. Some wonderful little kids. And uh, Special Jay's going to be one of the hosts of this podcast going forwards from time to time as well, if not every time. So this is exciting. We'll see how it goes. If you want to host one of these yourself, doesn't have to be hosted by us. I was just going to say, anybody can do this. Get in touch with us at GreatNortheastBJJ.com. Northeast. BJJ.com. Great Northeast bjj.com. Any last words, Devin? Go! Uh, happy birthday,
1: Clementine oh, Kennedy, oh, my beautiful daughter. Oh, it's so cute. That's, <laughs> That's so all really cute. I gotta say. Birthday right. party here today. Can't Thanks, write. guys. See you. Adios.